As women, we share some of the same personal traits, such as empathy and strength. Women of reflection, all women are unified as warriors. We celebrate, embrace a sisterhood of strong, divine women. We are warriors. Hello, warriors. We are still in a pandemic. And not only are we in this pandemic, but we are facing and going through so much because of it. This episode, episode 11, is titled Teen and Their Mental Health During Quarantine. And before we jump right in, I am going to begin with our warrior prayer. Near and far, join me. Heavenly Father, send your Holy Spirit of healing upon our world as we face this pandemic. I'm asking you, God, to comfort all. We pray for those who have been, who are, and who will be affected by this COVID-19. God, I ask that you help us and protect us from harm. Be there to comfort us in a time of uncertainty and help many people who are missing and isolated from their loved ones. God, I ask that you speak over all who are listening, God. Allow your heart to just reach to our teens, God. Let them understand that their voice matters and they are not alone. God, we thank you in advance for all you will do and all that you are doing in our lives. Amen. Welcome to episode 11. This episode is titled Teen and the Mental Health During the Quarantine. It is so important. And this episode highlights a lot of the topics that we will discuss in our Saving Our Teen support group. So I would like to start by introducing my guest co-host, the teens for the night. And we have our teen ambassador, Maya Neal. So I'll start with her. Welcome, Maya. Hi. Um, well, yeah, I'm Maya. I'm 15 and a sophomore in high school. Well, we welcome you to Women of Reflection. And next we have... Danisha. Welcome, Danisha. Hi, I'm Danisha, and I'm 16 years old, and I'm in 10th grade. Yay. And next we have Jessica. Welcome, Jessica. Hi, everybody. I'm Jessica. I am 15 years old, and I'm a sophomore in high school. Okay, so we have a lot to discuss, guys, because I need to know how this quarantine has you feeling, how your mental health is, what's going on. And a lot of teens around the world are struggling, feeling helpless, irritable, feeling trapped, stressed, depressed, self-isolation, no motivation, the fear of not knowing when things will get back to normal. So we are going to jump right in with the questions for today. Um, What has been the most challenge about your school experience during COVID-19? Okay, um, the homework sometimes. Um, sometimes the teacher don't come to class and they send a lot of work. Sometimes when we search on Google, Google don't give you what we want and the teacher is not online. So sometimes the homework is challenging. Yes, I agree, Danisha. And it's hard because you have homework on things that you've never even learned. So it's just like, okay, so I guess I have to teach myself this and now do the homework. That can be a huge challenge. Thanks for sharing that. Jessica, what has been your most challenge about your school experience during COVID-19? I think it has to be um, being able to stay focused during um, our meets, but also really like get the idea or the concept that they're teaching. Mm-hmm. I was really, really struggling 
um, with chemistry. And I feel like it was a bit fast paced mm -hmm. last unit. So I was falling behind and then I lost kind of my motivation in the class. And, you know, when I like doubt myself, I'm just like, all right, whatever. It doesn't even matter. I'll just look up the answer. So I kind of like really lost the, um, the fuel for that class. Yeah. So how can we, you know, as a community help teens get the most out of the school experience right now? Because I know it's difficult. You have to adapt to this new normal which is the pandemic COVID-19 and now you have to also learn how to navigate a computer and do a lot of assignments virtually you're not around your friends who could kind of help you you're home so how can the community around you support you with that right now who would like to touch on that I feel like most of my teachers have been doing a really good job at you know wanting to be supportive and stuff like that um, but it, it is quite easy to fall behind. So I kind of wish that like, we would um, take it at a slow pace, you know? Well, um, glad I have my aunt cause sometimes she can help me with what I don't know. And I don't really familiar with the people around me, so. So you have support. So you feel like you're, you're doing well because you have your aunt's support, correct? Yeah. And with that being said, because I work in a high school and I know how it is. I see teens all the time and a lot of them don't have that support. Majority of them may work. A lot of them single parents. Um, so it's difficult for them. And I know that, you know, as far as teachers, they're giving a curriculum to teach. I think it's difficult on both ends as far as for students and teachers. So it's good to know how you guys feel so that the community can know so now it's almost a year, okay? This March will be a year that everyone's been home, either you're virtually or now slowly coming back to in-person classes. I wanna take it back to the beginning stage of finding out about COVID-19 and having to stay home and to start school virtually. So who would like to share on that? Like I said, it sucks a lot because you think, when you think you have that little chance of hope, of going back and then they're like no stay home you're gonna be doing online again it like crushes because you're just online okay jessica how does that make you feel like hearing okay you're in COVID 19 take everything from school we are not returning we're in this pandemic how did that make you feel originally they kept saying oh you know in a month we'll go back and like you know obviously you're gonna have to wear your mask and social distance but you're gonna be back and every time we get close to that date they'd shut us down. I like, I think I remember once in either October or November, we were supposed to go back the next week. And I think it was like four or three days before they yeah. were, the cases rose. You can't go back. We're going to have to wait until the new year. And I just, I lost all my hope. So now every time they say that, um, you know, we're going to go back and stuff like the, the kids who have uh, decided to do in-person learning, they're supposed to be going back tomorrow, actually. And this is going to be the first time my district is returning, but I kind of like until people get vaccinated and we at least have like a somewhat of control over this, I don't have like a lot of hope. I love that you said that. I want to talk about that now. Um, the part about how do we feel to get back to normal? Are there fears, anxiety? Are we nervous? How do we feel when we go out now? 
it's kind of nerve-wracking I like you you think about it you well I'm at least on my part I haven't seen anybody since freshman year of high school and if we were supposed to go back in the fall that would be my junior year and so it kind of feels like um, there's this show called Manifest and uh, there's these passengers on a flight that you know go to like from America to a country and they end up disappearing for five years. And when they come back, it's like this entire new world. And it's like 2020, it's not 2013 anymore. And just a lot of stuff has changed. And it's just like, this is not how I remember it. And it's, you know, it's kind of like, how do we live past this? I'm just thinking about going back to school or, you know, what it would be like and having to see everybody after like, however long this lasts for it's really it's crazy and it it, my anxiety like spikes up and I have to like calm myself down yeah your way of defining that would be anxiety and just rolling up to school before stepping out of the car now you have to wear your mask now you have to stay six feet apart there's no like gathering with your friends it's really different so that has to be difficult as a teen I think I would be a bit nervous because I don't know who I'm going to be interact with that has the COVID-19, but at the same time, I'm going to be excited to meet my friends. So it's going to kind of be like a... It's like a half and half, right? Yeah. <laughs> like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> it's like the balance where you're kind of scared, but you're also happy because now you have your pairs around you again. Thank you for sharing. When you're isolated and really don't have the outlet to go places, that messes with the mental part. You begin to watch TV to hours of the night, you're up late, and now you can't function in the daytime, so you're spending that time sleeping. And then that declines your physical time because you should be up and moving in the morning. So let's talk about that as teens. I would say my motivation lost during the, when they told us two weeks of no school, because I stayed up the whole night playing games and watching Netflix and then once we like returned I was like this is not how school normally is so then I just stopped eating breakfast like normally and just ate it during noon so my whole like routine switched because of COVID well I'm always up late doing homework Mm -hmm. so I just it's like when on the weekends that's why I like to take my time and sleep because it's me catching up on the (laughs) sleep I missed out on during the school week so you need to set um, a schedule and you need to make sure that you're not overlapping that time because your body has to function. We have to continue. We Even though we're in a pandemic, things are still going. So if you pick up this habit of getting overtime in your sleep, what happens when you do return to school? Your body's going to be like sleeping through all seven classes and <laughs> that's not beneficial for you as a teen. Note to self, we need to get you a bedtime and an organized book so we can organize your life, okay? <laughs> I was the same way. They, as soon as they told us that we're not going to be seeing you for, like, another two weeks, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I can, like, stay up all night and watch Netflix. And it was really, truly, no, really, it was, like, this, like, the most exciting news for me. I'm like, I get a break from school And then, you know, it was like a month of teachers having to come up with a plan for like what assignments they're going to be posting. Mm. And so it really was just like 
you know, I can do whatever I want in this free time. I finally have free time, but it started to be like too much free time. And it was like, now I don't have anything to do. My sleep schedule, it's still kind of off. I'm still trying to get back on that. Um, like Maya was saying, we played a lot of video games. I stayed up watching movies and I'd wake up later in the day, like sometimes around noon or at 1 p.m. in the afternoon. And like, it was so late that it was like already lunchtime. So I wouldn't eat breakfast. So I really started to like lose other normal aspects of my life. Yeah. That unlimited free time. And then it really led me like, you know, you're by yourself isolated for all this time. And, you know, you start playing video games, but then that gets boring and you find Netflix and that gets boring. And, you know, you're trying to find something to occupy your time with because you can't go outside. You can't do anything. School got canceled. But I feel like because we were isolated, it gave us also a lot of time to like think about ourselves and what we were doing with our lives. And then for me, at least I started kind of like spiraling with the oh my gosh, like I'm in a pandemic, I'm stuck at home with this virus. And my last 14 years of life, I haven't done anything like, you know, like, example, I haven't like traveled. Yeah. And like, it really felt like I was running out of time. And I'm like, now it's too late. And uh, the, I felt like I was having a midlife crisis. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Jessica. You're not the only one. I bet a lot of teens around the world are experience that same midlife crisis. And you know what it is? It's because everything hits one time and you don't really have the understanding of it. So, and, and that's the thing. Other things we know when it's a cold and it's a flu, we know the symptoms, but this is something new. And because it's new, we have to kind of go through it. And as we're going through it, that's when we're learning about it. So it gives that fair. So that is a normal feeling to have. Okay, so I want to talk about the declining feeling of it and having that whole panic of attack and feeling like the midlife crisis. Has anyone ever had stress or depression? And if you have, what was the solution? And if you haven't found a solution, we can talk about what the solution can be. I feel like a lot of quarantine was um like me feeling depressed and it's just like really being upset about it and it was just like I feel so mopey and I don't want to get up and then it's just like my anxiety on the other hand it was just like oh but like you know you have to do something because then now you're just putting more time to waste and it was really messing with me a lot um but then I kind of like had to come to a conclusion I'm just like this is you know I'm like well I'm not alone in this because like the entire world's dealing with it and it's out of our control I'm like if this was you know something maybe like for example if this was like an assignment and I was freaking over a grade I could talk to the teacher or you know I had options I'm like I don't I this is out of my control so I really had to accept that unfortunately we just kind of have to um wait it out and I know that like oh when is it gonna get here I can't wait anymore I had to learn how to deal with that too but it really is just kind of like well at least I'm not like alone in this and um it's out of my control I can't do anything what helps me out when I'm anxious or depressed is either reorganizing things cleaning up my room or reading with Jessica and her book club or like watching a, like a comfort movie. I try cooking, it's not going great. That's good, learning a new skill. That's really, really good to do. 
Okay, Jessica. So what led you to start a book club? Was it from feeling sad or did you feel like you really miss your friends? So I'm going to create a book club. What inspired you to do that? Well, I'm a member of National English Honor Society and everyone in the club needed a project to do. And I was thinking about how like a lot of kids, including myself, really felt isolated and reading. I kind of rediscovered my um, love for reading because before I did not like picking up a book. I didn't understand how anybody could like just sit there and read. Um, And then like I, you know, was so bored out of my mind that I found some old gift cards and I went and bought some books online that when they came, I just started reading it and it helped me distract from the pandemic. And I was just like, I think that if I can like help other people discover that too, that that could help them. And so I started with Maya and Maya really liked it. And then I went to another friend and then that's when I was just like, I'm just going to do the book club um, as my project. A lot of teens are picking up like craft and things that they didn't even know that they were great at. So how about you, Denisha? Most time I feel like depressed, like when I'm in the house for so long, I can't come out. Sometimes when I see my aunt going to work, I want to go with her and I know that I have online school. It's giving me a, a different feeling. Sometimes it makes me feel depressed. Definitely understand, guys. So I would like to just also remind you guys that when you feel that way, it's okay. But what it is that you have to do is express it and find a solution. There's a solution for this. And that's finding a community. That's finding a support group. That's There's so many online virtual things where you can express this and speak about that. And of course, Women of Reflection support group because the children are our future. You know, you guys matter. And, and it's important that you know that your voice can be heard. And saving our teen support group It gives that, it builds confidence, it's support, compassion, and it's a great space to, you know, be heard. And that's what Saving Our Teens is all about. Let's discuss the overusage of social media. Is that something that you guys can relate to? Because I know a lot of teens after Netflix and chill, the only thing left is TikTok and social media. Anyone else can relate? Yes, I'm on TikTok more that I am on like Snapchat and Instagram. So sometimes when I'm like feeling overwhelmed, I delete those two apps and keep TikTok because it's just like more relatable stuff on there than there is on Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah, I had to, um, there sometimes where I'd had to like delete Snapchat and go like off the grid for a couple of days because um, it is overwhelming and you have all that free time, like I was saying. So, you know, you could just be scrolling through social media Um, And something I I wanted to talk about is with that, I think one of the things that made it even more difficult for me in the pandemic Mm -hmm. was being, you know, I was on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever it was and seeing a lot of people and not just celebrities, but a lot of people I knew um, out hanging out, like they were living their life as if it was any other normal day. And it, it, it wasn't sort of like my first immediate thought wasn't like, a, oh, but it's a pandemic. It was, I'm not, I don't ha- like, I don't have a life. That was the thing I, <laughs> I think about. I'm just like, they're out with friends and, you know, they're at social gatherings or they're at a party 
And it like really made me feel even more isolated. I'm like, all these people are doing all these things and I'm stuck at home. And, you know, like. So you was you was using it as a comparison with your reflection. Yeah, I agree. But I encourage you guys to stay focused. School is important. And as you have every day, you should be learning something new. That's really, really important. I want us to do something really, really quick. I want us to encourage teens around the world if they're going through something right now. It could be just feeling the lack of motivation, the depression, and don't have the support. How? What is one word that you can say or a sentence that you can share with them to encourage them during this time with dealing with mental health during quarantine? There's always light at the end of the tunnel. And that COVID, yes, it may look like, like it's going to be here forever, but like pretty soon enough it's gonna be gone and our normal lives will we'll have to slowly enter it but it's gonna be normal soon i love that danisha some church groups are like teen ministry um dancing i'm a bit scared to turn the singing part but i try to be interacted with the church ministries so i don't feel that that fair yeah i love it and don't be shy okay give it a try there's no wrong answers you got this jessica like I was saying before, that feeling of running out of time, but think of it like during the 1920s when they got hit with their pandemic, but what came after was like the roaring 20s and this great festivity and just like what Maya was saying, light at the end of the tunnel. We just got to have patience and really just wait to see this to the end. I want to say thank you so much to my guest co-hosts, Jessica, Maya, and Denisha. You guys are awesome, and I salute you for your bravery and speaking on what your journey has been. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you tuning in and joining, and I just want to encourage everyone to just continue to listen. Thank you, girls. I appreciate you, queens. I love you. Stay tuned to more episodes of Women of Reflection. Thank you.